Hello, and welcome to another exciting adventures of Tales from the Attic. I'm your host, Alright Quiet, Donder. I'm your host, Donnie Salvo. And uh, if you're new here to these them their parts, uh, this is what happens. I go upstairs to my attic, I reach into a random long box, I grab a comic book, I read it, and then we go through it together, and we have fun, and... There's shenanigans, and there's, I don't know if there's shenanigans, but it's fun. Before we get to our comic, we have to take care of some business. And Tales from the Attic today, as usual, is brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, where you get an average of 35 to 40% off your regular books, sometimes even 75% off. Why are you paying full price for your comics why are you doing that don't do it go to dcbservice.com i've used them for five years never had a problem and uh i get to read a lot more because my budget is here but when you get 35 to 40 percent off sometimes 75 percent off you get to read a lot more and who doesn't want to read a lot more comics we love comics that's why i do this that's why you listen i hope Maybe you just find me charming. That's okay, too. I won't, I won't, you know. You could find me charming. I'm not really, I don't know. What? Where is this going? Go to dcbservice.com and go on the old pre-order and click on it and buy it and love it and hug it and things of that nature. I don't know where this is going. dcbservice.com. Today's comic book is Fantastic Four. Number 584, from, this is fairly recent people, December 2010, I was 30 years old, and this is written by Jonathan Hickman, you hear me opening the comic book, see, I don't play, and artist Steve Epting, alright, and this is 3 part 2, congratulations Mr. Grimm, you're handsome again. Uh, so we open up and it says day one, 8.25 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And there, there's Ben Graham looking in the mirror, uh, the thing. He's looking in the mirror and he's got this big old melon head. I don't know. His head looks like a rocky heart. It's weird. I don't know what happened. And he's saying to himself while looking in the mirror, he says, admit it, Mr. Graham, you've seen better days. And he's like, all right, Reed, this is getting old. It's an hour past when you said the radiation from the high evolutionary's machine would be worn, worn off. And he goes, Irk. He says, Irk. And he puts his head down. And look, he's got regular size, regular head size now. And then he looks in the mirror and he says, There's that handsome mug I love so much, much better. But is it? 9.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we got Dragon Man cooking in the kitchen. Uh, it might be Franklin whisking up some pancake batter. There's a floating mongoloid head <laughs> floating around. There's Arnie and Leech playing Xbox. 
There's a kid in the corner who's very, just standing there with his hands in his pockets in the corner. Might want to watch that kid. I don't know. And then there's like two little mongoloids having some wham pops. It looks like with Johnny Storm. And one of the mongoloid children says, The Ben. The Ben comes for his morning food. And then the other one says, We eat the cereal, Ben. And the other one says, Breakfast of Champions. Would you like a bowl of the composite dye sugar and fructose as well? Wow. Sounds delicious. And uh, he looks at the kids and he says, Morning, boys. And I'm fine, thanks. Where's Reed, Johnny? And Johnny's eating a big bowl of composite dye sugar and fructose. (laughs) And he says, Packing. He and the kids are seeing Susan off. And he's like, uh, okay. That's what the thing says. And he goes, come come with me. I need your help with something. 10.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're in the hangar bay of the Fantastic Four. And, uh, Franklin. And, uh, Lockver- What's her name? Lockveria? Lockveria? The daughter. The fantastic daughter. We'll call her. Um, Sue is all you two mind your father while I'm gone and stay out of trouble okay and the little girl's all like look look very like look fantastic girl says okay bye mom and and Franklin's like have fun you know what's weird is like in this issue Franklin Richards has been like the same age forever kinda and uh, in this issue it looks like his sister same age could be twins why not Reed's standing ominously in the background. That's right, I said it. And then uh, Sue turns to him, walks over and says, I have no idea how long something like this takes. Hopefully I'll be back in a couple of days. I'll call you if it looks otherwise. And Reed's all, don't worry, we'll be fine. And uh, are you sure you don't need backup on this one? She's all, I think I can handle it. I'm referring to a harmless meeting between royals, Reed. I'll be back home in your arms in no time. Where's she going? I know where. I read this. And he says, keep the house clean, Mr. Richards. That's what she says to him. Don't forget the vacuum under your microscopes. And she jumps into a fantastic car fourth. It looks like a fourth of a fantastic car. And jumps in. 10.35 a.m. Eastern Stanley Eastern Spanish time. That's exactly right. Eastern Standard Time. Ben Grimm's hand holding a vial of green stuff. And he says, Okay, the Future Foundation said this stuff is supposed to turn me back into a regular person for around one week a year. Every year. All I need to do is run and get read if something goes wrong, okay? Oh, all he needs is all I need is you to do is run and get read if something goes wrong, okay? And he's talking to the Fantastic uh the Fantastic Torch. I am dumb. The Human Torch. And uh, Human Torch is like, no, not okay. Are you seriously going to take some potion cooked up by a bunch of kids? I mean, do you know what I was doing when I was their age? <laughs> and Ben Grimm says, roughly the same things you're doing now. Human Torch says, eh, fair point. And he goes, well, I hope it doesn't kill you. And Ben Grimm's drinking it. He goes, shut up. And there's... Johnny's staring at him. And then Ben Grimm's shaking. And he goes, whoa. 
And he's all, arg, And he's shaking and rock bits are flying all over. There's rock bits everywhere. And then he's all, ugh. And Johnny's all looking shocked. And he's like, oh, no. And, and Ben's like, what? What? It didn't work? And he's like, no, God, no, Ben. It's even worse. And he's all, they said, they said. And he looks into a mirror and he's, he's back to Ben Grimm. And he's like, oh. And then he says to Johnny, he goes, you bleepity bleep. Bleepity bleep. And Johnny's all, you should have seen your face. And he goes, do you know how it felt? It was like my heart was in my throat. You sorry, no good, bleepity bleep. And, and Johnny's all, calm down. And, and he goes, you calm down, you bleepity bleep. And he's all, hey, look in the mirror again. And he's all, I, oh my God. And then Johnny looks over to him and he says, so you're not going to start crying or anything, are you? <laughs> and Ben Grimm says, if you're going to be a jerk, Johnny, just leave. And he's like, no, I'm not saying you should be happy. I'm saying maybe you should uh, look at this in a more opportunistic fashion. And he's like, what are you talking about? And Johnny's all, instead of getting all weepy, you should go out and do all the things you haven't been able to do like, for a really long time. Two guys out on the town. How's that sound? And they're looking over New York. The view. Not the view like with Barbara Walters and Whoopi. But like the view in New York. And Ben Grimm says, pretty good actually. And uh, Johnny goes, excellent. Give me a couple of minutes to make some phone calls. And then you and I are going to make up for a lot of missed opportunities. Get ready, Ben. This is going to be the best day you've had in a very long time. Oh, right. 11.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Walking down the, walking downtown, no one even looks twice, and it shows them just walking in the busy Manhattan streets. And then all of a sudden, boom, we go right to 1.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're watching a Giants football game. Bear, hot dogs, Giants versus Eagles. 5.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Boom. An early dinner with some old friends, and it looks like they're having uh, Ben Grimm and, and Johnny Storm are having dinner with Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. That's crazy. 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The floating superhero poker game at the Thunder Dojo. and It's, it's Johnny and, and Ben, and they're playing cards with Wolverine and Iron Fist and Power Man. Does he go by Power Man, or is he just Luke Cage? Well, he goes by him. That guy. Him. You know what I'm talking about. Spider-Man. He's sticking cards to his head with his webs. Captain America. Hawkeye. And Nick Fury's in the back. Nick Fury with an eye patch and a card on his head. I don't know why they're all putting cards on their head. 10.35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And he goes, thanks for this, Johnny. I really do appreciate it. And he goes, uh-huh. Man, I know I parked around here somewhere. And then he clicks his little alarm thingy. Clickety click. Beep boop. He says, oh, there it is. Who the? And then Ben goes, oh, great. I knew this was going too good. Just what we needed. The Yancey Street Gang. And there's a bunch of dudes in suits. They're all dressed like the Reservoir Dogs. And the one with the goatee, he must be the tough leader because he has a goatee. He says, cha-ching, boys. How do you feel about a low-yield, high-commission investment opportunity? And the other one behind him says, A deal of a lifetime. Promise. 
Johnny says, uh, they're not really quite how I remember them. And Ben says, the recession hit, <laughs> recession. It hit the blue-collar cr- criminal class hard. Now the gang is made up of failed dot-comers and ex-Wall Street traders and failed head fund managers. These guys are much nastier. And the head guy with the goatee says, you said it. Now, are you going to let us manage whatever money you've got on you? Or are we going to have to break some piggy banks? Oh, they're getting ready to throw down. These are like Wall Street street toughs. What? Wall Street street toughs. Is there such a thing? I don't think so. But, hey, it's comic books. Anything can happen. And the other guy's all, and if thinking of someone in this neighborhood is uh, going to bail you out, forget it. Those funds are all tapped out. And and the goatee guy's all, "Uh uh-huh, around here, only one of us is too big to fail. So what's it going to be, ladies? A tax-deferred cash deposit? Or is the deal going to need some reconstructing? And then um, Johnny looks at Ben and he goes, I don't know. I'm thinking it's been a long time since you've gotten to punch a normal guy in the face. <laughs> what do you say? And and Ben Grimm punches the main dude in the face, the main goatee guy. And he goes, I want my 401k back. And he punches him in the face and the guy falls down. 10.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 11.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Utopia. And the fan- quarter of a fantastic car lands on on Utopia. And there's all kinds of buildings and 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 Atlantean jet skis and such. And Invisible Woman gets off and she's greeted by Cyclops and the White Queen Emma Frost. And Cyclops says, Hello, Susan. Welcome to Utopia. We're getting worried. You're later than expected. What? There's an ad in here for Spider Girl number one. Already cancelled. How's that? Flippy. Um, so Sue's like, sorry about that. I decided to take a detour and check in on the containment of the forever city. I don't know what that is. I trust you are doing well, Scott. And he's all, as well as can be expected. You know Emma, of course. And Emma's all, Susan. She's all, Emma. You got a feeling they really don't like each other. And, um, Cyclops is all, I hope you don't mind leaving a fourth of the fantastic car here while I'm gone. He didn't say that. Apparently, certain attending dignitary was insisted on joining on, on my joining his royal caravan to the summit. Cyclops all like, yeah, he's been waiting. And here comes Namor, and he's dressed up in his X-Men costume, which is basically... The old Namor costume, but instead of yellow and black, it's blue and black with fish scales in the middle. And he's got a trident, and he's got a big X on his belt. And Andromeda from the Defenders is behind him. I don't know if you guys remember her, but I thought she died, but I guess she didn't. <laughs> and um, beauty of comic books. And he says, I have indeed. While Namor the Submariner tarries for so very few. For you, Susan, I'd wait forever. Everybody knows Namor's been holding a torch for Sue Storm forever. And then he's all like, I look forward to both our journey. 
and the first meeting between old and new Atlantis. I guess there's two Atlantises. Atlantis I? Atlantis is. And I have every expectation a new union will be formed in that place. Oh, I think that's what he's talking about. He wants to get busy. Sue Storm's just looking at him. 11.07 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ben Grimm's holding his jaw, and he goes, Oh, I think I broke a tooth. And Johnny's like, You have fun? And he goes, God, yes, I'm going to sleep like a baby. And they get into Johnny's um, fancy sports car. And he's all, well, one last stop to make before then. Get in. So they get in. They're driving through Manhattan, which is no easy task, even at 11.07 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so Johnny storms all. So I've got to ask, you think now that you've got one week a year is going to be enough? I mean, do you think you'll get used to it in some way? Or in some way, will it be worse? And Ben's all, I missed out on a lot of things, Johnny. I think all one week a year means is I won't take ever take it for granted, and I'll appreciate everything I get. Johnny says, good enough. And he goes, well, we're here. And Ben's getting out of the car, and he goes, where are we? Oh. And Ben says, I don't know if I should. And Johnny says, shut up, you're going. So Ben walks over to an apartment building, and he buzzes. And you hear, yes, who is it? And you're looking at the names, and there's there's D. Corn, <laughs> apartment, N saw, faucet, number nine, scribble scrabble, and masters. <gasps> He's going to see Alicia Masters, his blind girlfriend who was I'm confused, wasn't she married to Johnny, or was that the scroll pretending to be Alicia Masters that was married to Johnny and all along? I don't know what happened, but he's at Alicia Masters' apartment. I don't really read the Fantastic Four that often, can you tell? And uh he goes, It's me, can I come up? And there's nothing. And then he goes, hey. She buzzes him in. And he goes, hey. And and Alicia's all, hello, Ben. She's blind, so she can't see this human. And he goes, hey. And she goes, is something wrong? Why do you sound? And she touches his cheek, and she starts crying. And she's like, oh, oh, my, you're, is it really you? And he's crying. He goes, it is me, Alicia. And she kisses him, and Johnny's looking from the window like a crazy-looking looky-loo. Like, what? why are you doing that, dude? And then uh, he's all, good for you, Ben. Good for you. I wonder if I could climb up this tree and get a better view. He didn't say that. But he was thinking it, I bet. So, dude, Thing got to go to, he, he got to go to a bar, get into a fight in his old neighborhood, go to a Giants game, he uh, p- play some poker, um, and then... He gets a little of the, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of the... Day 2, 12.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Baxter Building. <clears throat> Reed's looking at this... Uh, ginorm- through this in the ginormous telescope. And there's like this weird psychedelic squiggly lightning purple yellow blue thing that he's looking at. And he goes, oh boy. Observing spatial anomaly, 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 we can speak English together, in quadrant 4, grid 38, subgrid A231. And he's talking to a robot, and he says, Herbie, oh, Herbie, I'm concerned about the irregular cascading energy bleed we're seeing here. 
Please mark for further study and advise me if we don't detect a fall off in the next several days. And he says, he says, file Dr. Richards, and he calls it the fault. Saved. He's all excellent. Now reposition the coordinates designated the crunch. Then please isolate subsection. And then you, you hear from behind him, he says, you have more pressing matters than stargazing this evening. And we reads all, what? It's a silver surfer, man. And he's all, matters involving Galactus. Dun, dun, dun. It reads all, hello, Norn. <laughs> hello, Norrin. It's been a while. How are you, old friend? And he looks at him. He's all, angry. And he says, I found what was hidden deep beneath the earth, Richards. Oh, did Reed Richards kill Galactus and then bury him? How do you bury, like, a 50-foot-tall person? How does that work? He said, oh, the radiation that your family admits is unique. The area was covered with it, so I know you were there. More interesting than that was the Tethion decay. It indicated a temporal peculiarity. He was from the future, but died in the present. What? So Galactus was the, from the future, and he died in the present. Reed said, it's difficult to explain. Silver Surfer staring at him, and he's like, what I mean is, of course, I can explain it to you. It's just, well, it's going to take a while. And Silver Surfer says, you misunderstand, you misunderstand me, Reed. It is my master who seeks answers to the difficult questions. And he would have them now. And there's Galactus just hovering over the Baxter building. was looking all pissed. And that's how the issue ends. So there you go. Boom. That was Fantastic Four number 584. Uh, ben gets a hot dog and gets to have bounch. Pretty cool issue. I liked it. I always like Ben Grimm. And it's nice to see that Johnny's not an ass all the time. Anyway, thank you for listening. And um, if you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at Donnie, D-O-N-N-Y, Salvo, S-A-L-V-O, at yahoo.com. And as always, thank you to Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, for sponsoring this episode. And I will talk to you guys later. Uh, Bye-bye.